I recently chatted with my friend Jessica Martin. She is an amazing soul. She is always busy and doing things and moving at such, not breakneck speed, but it is certainly at a pace that I marvel. I marvel at her energy and her love and her capacity to, to be this creative. She is owner of Rabbit's Pantry, and she's recently started up her website called Journeying with Jessica. Here's the interview I had with her, and I hope you enjoy it. Hello, welcome to Blue Lightning Healing Meditations. I'm your host, Susie Parker Goins. Oh my God, that makes me sound like such a game show person with the wheel. Well, you never know what you're going to get from episode to episode, so I guess I'm okay with that. Okay. Welcome to Blue Lightning Healing Meditations. My name is Susie Parker Goins. I'm a channel, a healer, a guide, and I have this podcast where I upload every week different metaphysical topics that are catching my interest at this time. Join me, like, comment, subscribe, favorite, hit that support button, you know, share it with your friends and share the love. Thanks. Here we go. Welcome to Blue Lightning Healing Meditations. My name is Susie Parker Goins. I'm a channel and healer and a guide. You can find me online at bluelightninghealing.com. And today I have the immense pleasure of having my friend and colleague, Jessica Martin of Rabbit's Pantry here today. She is a multifaceted talent and I love hanging out with her. Welcome, Jessica. Go ahead and tell us, tell, tell the listening audience all about yourself. <laughs> we don't have that kind of time, but <laughs> so uh, through Robert's Pantry, I have so many teas. I originally had started the company because of my own health challenges and dealing with autoimmune disease with uh, lupus and fibromyalgia and RA or rheumatoid arthritis. And so using herbs was the most successful treatment I had based off of a recommendation from my rheumatologist. Since then, what happened is I started learning that a lot of other people were not responding to Western medicine or didn't want to use it for their own reasons. So I started making blends for everything that kept coming my way. So we have a lot of medicinal type blends that usually are non-caffeinated and all the blends range from medical elements such as arthritis, diabetes, brain fog, migraines, sleeping. We have a whole um, line of teas called Lifeline for anxiety, stress, and depression. Then on top of it, we recently came out with a very successful COVID blend and we have our spirit line that also taps into like help you either bring in fire, water, earth, air, opening up your mind's eye, grounding, all these different things for spirit blends. And it has been an awesome, awesome journey. I do a lot of custom blends. And with the custom blends, that is a combination of intuition, like using medical uh, medium type work and astrology. And so I can pull up someone's chart and get all of the different herbs that they need, the type of ailments they might experience in their own life, and being able to design something specific for them, for what they're going through at that time, uh, like a supplement. So like an ongoing type of blend for them as well. You mentioned astrology in here. Did you start out as an astrologer and then go into teas? What was that timeline? Yeah, that's a really great question. So I actually started out with astrology when I was bedridden um, and not able 
to get out of bed, literally bedridden. I needed something. My brain fog had taken its toll on me. Mm-hmm. And I just really felt like I needed some form of mental stimulation because I was worried I was losing my cognitive abilities. At the same time, I also knew that my purpose and my life journey was evolving. And I was moving from working for corporate America into fulfilling my own purpose. And so what I did inadvertently was I got certified as an astrologer. And I say inadvertently because I like called up, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I called up my current astrologer and I was like, man, what is going on? Like my whole life is falling apart. What am I going to do? And she was like, well, I told you to become an astrologer. And she literally just emailed me my chart and was like, figure it out, read it. And I was like, no, 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 no. I want you to tell me. And she's like, yeah, you're supposed to be an astrologer. Here's your chart, figure it out, read it. And I was like, what the frick? So I became an astrologer and I went on and and got my certification so I could read my chart. And then what I did find out was exactly what she said, like going through that process, learning about the way my brain works and the way I interact with people. it, It was a great fit for me. So I jumped into astrology, started doing astrology readings. The medical side of that came along later because I was already sick and I was already getting herbs and and things like that from others. And they kept saying like, you should do this. You should do this. And I was like, yeah, that I, that happened with the astrology. I'm still on that journey. And they're like, no, they're supposed to be together. Then I, I kind of made the leap during that transition. It didn't take long either. I think once I started doing actual readings, it maybe was a couple months and boom, right into, cause I just started seeing the patterns in people's charts where I was like, oh, you're a Taurus. These herbs will help you. Oh, you're a, a Libra. These herbs will help you. And then I started out with my Zodiac line of teas just to help those signs with elements that they just had naturally and challenges they had naturally. And that's how it evolved is those 12 exploded into 70. Yeah. Yeah. I've been drinking the Aries tea and there's pepper in it. And I don't know if you added extra pepper to mine, but as an Aries, I'm like, yeah, whatever. And apparently that's typical Aries. At least that's what you've told me. So that yeah, me yeah. the tease. I am a customer. So this is, I don't know, I'll put my affiliate link in there too. The teas, you work with them intuitively. Yeah. If I'm doing a custom blend, I'll scan someone's body and be able to see what they need. You know, different, uh, it's a, it's very much like a symbol. I see different colors and it's not like there's the aura layer, but then beyond the aura layer, you can kind of see the elements going on or the challenges or places that there's people are, might be stuck in their body or if it's, if it's physical or if it's emotional and then be able to make them a tea based off that. But in addition to it, all the blends across the board, we put intention into for what that tea's purpose is. I think that that's why, like we get so many people being like, your tea works, or I I got this tea from someone else and it's very similar and it wasn't nearly as effective. And I'm like, well, yeah, but <laughs> we we stop and take the time to, to put in the intention and what that tea's supposed to do for you when you consume it. Oh, cool. Of course, I've been watching you and, and you're, you're, you're posting these lives all the time. I have seen that you've just added spiritual journeying to it. Yes. So tell me about that. I haven't been able to focus because me, but I haven't listened to any of them. If you could fill me in on that, what, what, what was, what's that transition and where are you going with that? 
That's a great question. Okay. So here's the whole deal. Cause okay. it's you, Susie. And you've known me and you've, you've come to me and been like, what's going on? And I'm like, blah, blah, blah. Don't tell anyone I can do this. Right. Like <laughs> that's okay. always been my thing. Right. You realize this is going to get uploaded. So now more people will know. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Full disclosure here, Jessica. Full disclosure. Right. Right. <laughs> Well, that was the thing, you know, and, and it's not an uncommon story for a lot of people, you know, growing up in a very religious family, there was different people in my life growing up that knew I would say things like, Hey, I had these premonitions and they'd be like, don't, you know, being a little kid, they're like, don't tell people. Or I'd be like, Hey, does anyone else see that dead person? Cause I do. And they're like, don't tell people like everyone just kind of kept telling me to not say things. And then, but I always was this way. And so I kind of kept it to myself and through like my evolution of growth, it was always the piece missing in my life. I always felt like I wasn't fully out there and there was this hidden part of me that was a secret. And so that struggle became like overwhelming to where I would retreat from the public eye. And as I was forced through rabbit's pantry to be more and more public, it was no longer a secret. People started coming to me and they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know I booked an astrology reading, but I also know that you can see my illnesses and this is what's going on. All my readings started going that way for like months. And I was like, okay. And then all these other, you know, synchronicity, like all these other things kept happening. And then I was like, what is it that keeps me from doing this? What is it that makes me not come out and say like, this is really, really who I am. And that's all these pieces play together. And I, I always siloed everything and never tied them together. But recently I went through and found that like there was a past that had to do with me speaking my truth and speaking my voice. And as soon as like within seconds of healing that, it just came out and it was just like, all my guides were happy. People were lining up that were like from all these other places being like, okay, so my sister's going to come to you. My niece is going to come to you. And I'm like, you. And then like, I'm like, I don't even know your niece. I don't even know your cousin. And then I was like, well, I got to help these people. And then at the same time, I was looking for direction and reached out to one of my other friends that's over um, on the East coast and one in Canada. And I was like, you guys, like, look, look what's going on. And then they were like, oh yeah. So just like start your Facebook page, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, wait, wait, wait. So like, I'm doing this. Like, okay, okay, I'm doing this. But then what was funny is it just like, it's only been a week and I'm, it's like insane. I'm so in love. So like daily I am posting on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, the messages that come in from spirit and they're in general, just what spirit is saying for that day. And then on top of that, I've been doing um, live readings uh, every Saturday at 7:30 Pacific standard time. I post the live on Facebook, on Instagram, since I just started that, they don't let you go live until you're at a thousand followers. So I was like, it's been five days. So we'll see where I get. Um, it, it's uh, I think at like 80 people now. So I'm pretty sure that'll pick up quickly. And then I'll also be doing lives on TikTok, but people that want to ask questions and get like their question answered it just quickly and live, 
they can go to journeyingwithjessica.com, purchase their ticket. It's really inexpensive. Typically it's like $6.99, you know, so it's like $7 to get your question answered. And then they can ask their question and we put it up there and it's been going really well. Like so many people have reached out. It's just, it's been amazing to be able to help people and, and be a part of their lives. Well, I know in our private, in our private and our personal conversations, we both had this tendency to go blah, 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 blah. And we'll walk off for a minute and then we come back. So, but you, your presentation is always so straightforward. You know what you're talking about. It doesn't come across like you're making it up at all. You've got a very distinct impression that, yeah, this is what's coming through for you. And you're very confident. So I really admire that about, oh, thanks. about your stuff. So astrology and the teas, what, what else do you have in store for, I mean, I mean, I don't know, astrology, tea, listening to spiritual messages, where else can you be going with this? Because you just go at such a pace with, with these conditions you listed off as having RA and lupus and fibromyalgia. What, that's the question I want to ask. What keeps you going and what do you see going on after this? That is such a good question. I I can honestly say what keeps me going is knowing that there are billions of people on this planet and just so many people need help. They need encouragement. They need, they need people like us. They need someone that can connect, that can help them, that can guide them. And just knowing that I'm helping people is just so overwhelming and exciting for me. It's like this insane endorphin release of just excitement. And I, I, you know, I have such a hard time sleeping, especially if I get excited. I'm like this person, they, they got their answers and I'm just so excited. And I'm not going to sleep for two days. You know, <laughs> like when I do the lives on Saturday, it was just like so many people getting what they needed that I was just like, I could not sleep. I was like, and my husband's like, well, drink some of your tea. And I'm like, why would I want this high to stop? I'm not drinking tea. I'm going with it. We're going to do all the things. But it is, it's, it's about like touching people's lives. And the world is a, a dark, scary, confusing place. And I, I think so many people get lost in it, you know, and I think that that's why as a society, we struggle with the things going on now, the things that have been going on. The future is incredible and unknown. And if I can just give them a little bit of peace to make that day, that week, that month, that life journey and get them on the path they're supposed to be. There's nothing more rewarding than that. And I, and I just love it. And I think that there should, there's so many more people too that have these gifts or want them and don't know how to tap into them. And so, you know, like I, I, how I was doing the astrology certification courses, I'm going to be teaching some of these other courses about being able to connect with spirit for yourself and your guides and your angels and all the things out there in the universe in different realms that people aren't aware of. But if they just learn to tap into it, they can have everything they want, the answers they want. And I think sometimes we get stuck in this societal trap of like, we're very monetarily driven and there's nothing wrong with it, but then there's everything wrong with it, right? You don't, you can't just be chasing that. 
There's got to be a reason for it. What are you doing with that? How is your life improving with that? How's it improving with others? And so when you get stuck in that trap, that's when we get burnt out. That's when we start having emotional problems, physical problems. We are not in line with the mind, body, spirit. And so you can heal your soul. You can heal your body by being in line. We all know that the monetary compensation is a part of a society, but you don't need to sacrifice yourself for that. And I think that as people continue to learn these skills and learn these techniques, simply from like cleansing your house. So you have some quiet and just with all that noise and and minimize that or lighting a candle of gratitude for what you have been given. Just having a different life is just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You got your candle. Here's my candle. And I light it with the intention of being a light for whoever needs it in the moment and the gratitude and yeah. Two questions came up this, this talking about teaching. I'm shifting over to that point too. I'm, I'm, I'm co-hosting some practice circles where people were helping people open up to their intuition. Um, also, I just edited an interview with my friend, Wyatt Larson. I think you would love him. He's a shaman. He's awesome. But we also covered this helping folks and the mind, body, spirit connection. And it's really important. But what the question that came forward is that Since it looks like we're on the downside of isolation and pandemic, how are healers like us going to be, how do do you see how we're going to fit in? I kind of think therapy is going to explode because people are, I'm hoping people will reach out and get this help that they've needed after being at home. And I also know that goes both ways, that staying at home and being out of touch, but then actually venturing out again, that can have its own potholes in that road to recovery. How do you see healers, energy and spiritual and otherwise, as being as being a part of that recovery? Yeah, that's a really great question because I've been, you, you know, I've been, my posts have been about this. It's been about, you know, we had our time to shift. We had our time to reassess, to reevaluate, to find our core values. There are people who did not find their core values during that time. And they're they're going to struggle more coming out than the people who did take the time to do the work on themselves. And so as healers, what we're going to be seeing coming out are different types of groups. Some people that are like kids at recess, right? They come running out. They're so excited. And then the playground equipment's gone. And they're like, whoa. What happened? This all, there's no more monkey bars. Now there's like this, this weird, I don't even know how to use that. What is that? You know, and then there's people that are going to be coming out that are going to go, oh yeah, I was a part of making that. Let me show you, you know, really it's going to be a lot about just helping each other. You had mentioned, you know, lots of people seeking therapy as far as like the Western acceptable system of being through insurance and a t- traditional counselors and therapists and things like that with that mental health, yeah. that system is taxed and it's getting ready to like get revamped because pe- they can't get to all the people. And really what has happened is a lot of people are looking for spiritual growth. They're looking for connection. They're looking for that peace it brings inside you. And not all therapists are there. They have their purpose. And there are, don't get me wrong, because I know quite a few of them that are just enlightened to the hill. And I'm like, what are you doing being a counselor, man? You got gifts. Um, But but that's their journey. Um, You know, but it, it is 
it is the thing where they, they have their purpose for these people who didn't do the work. They're going to help them find their core values. They're going to help them get the help they need because there are situations, you know, we both have had these conversations before where medication is the path, you know, or, or what have you, and they need more help than just connecting with spirit. But the majority of people are looking for more peace. Once that noise got quieted, they, people really had that moment to realize how freaking noisy it was and they just don't want to go back to it those kids that run out at recess that want to go back to it are the ones that are going to have to reassess realign they're gonna have to be more patient they're gonna have to understand that people have changed they've literally homes have relocated because they need a way you know people have changed their whole practice in their life i mean so much has changed right And that's really what it's always all about. And now that we have reset and we're kind of looking at things differently, it's giving us the opportunity. I mean, my own example, it finally made me come out and be like, yes, I'm a psychic. Okay. Like I'm not scared to help people anymore for judgment of being crucified for it, you know, and it was my own fear from my past that wouldn't let me move forward from that. So it gave me the opportunity to embrace the voice I had. And um, just come out with it and being that full circle of helping people the way I'm really supposed to. Hopefully, and you know, and I've seen it, quite a few people have done it, but technology was a huge piece to that too. Oh, yeah. There are a lot of people that I have met through the virtual format that I would not have met. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you know, a lovely woman named Shay Noor got her interview up here. She's over in Toronto. Mm-hmm. That's not a place I'd be driving to just to go hang out with somebody. And then people in Portland and now with this gradually opening, I hope it becomes a gradual process. You're talking about the kids like flooding the playground. I really do hope it is gradual. You know, we're coming out of a long hibernation process. And if we can just reacclimate slowly, oh, what kind of tea would you recommend for that reacclimation process? <laughs> Oh, such a funny question. Okay, so it is going to depend on the individual. Uh, people that are already back out, um, they're usually doing um, not my monkey, my circus anxiety, uh, because that it, when you're first going back out, it is like stepping out of the woods, you know, into society, and it's a little overwhelming. Uh, for some, and overstimulating, and not wanting to go back to the race. having to. Um, So they've been doing a lot of the lifeline teas. Um, A lot of the spirit teas like earth and spirit and those ones have been used a lot. Um, Some people have been using voodoo to continue their connection. Um, So I think that those would be really good ones. Um, But also it more than just the tea, it's just honoring yourself and continuing to have those moments where you can bring that balance and peace back in every single day and not losing sight of that, lighting the gratitude candle, um, you know, doing your meditations and prayers, you know, reaching out to other people who are in line with you. There's going to be a big shift of um, friendships changing. As you mentioned for yourself, you've met a lot of people after being (laughs) dived into the technology and it's created a new growth and a new journey for people. Um, And so 
there's going to be that there's other people that are already like going biting at the the bit wanting to get out and so for them it's more of just like they're going to be so happy going back to that actual face-to-face connection um and it's going to relieve a lot of the anxiety they have had uh because they haven't had that connection they're used to and they did a lot of growth during this time and reflection and healing themselves. So going out now makes it so that as they are picking their friends and their social circles and learning and being out there in society, they're having the opportunity to really understand what it is for them to reflect on that and decide if these relationships are positive for them and something to move forward with. The society shift, I know I don't dread looking at the news as much anymore you know, originally I had scaled back significantly because it was causing me to feel anxious and, and that doom scrolling things like, oh, Jesus, what's, what's gone up in flames this week? And so when I scaled back on my social media uh, diet, then it, it helped me to get into a better place. Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, you're partially responsible for this podcast, the pandemic mm-hmm. and you, I think you're a little bit got a higher percentage of responsibility for this. So this is for me to, <laughs> to step out and to do that and to claim, to claim more of who I am authentically. I'm, there's still a lot of people I'm not out to as far as the psychic abilities, but those are not people I encounter a whole lot. And when I do these online events, I'm full on. Um, and again, I have met so many other people. Where else do we want to go with this? Your tease rabbit's pantry um lessons what lessons have you learned from all of this i know from our sadly brief business relationship i learned a lot about not only me but about the strengths of of friendships and open communications and that we could do these things that this is something that i can reach out and put myself out there to help other people and aside from knowing that restaurant people are inherently crazy what else did you get out of it Um, you know, there was a, there was a lot of lessons in there. Um, I mean, for me personally, I, there were definitely things I did enjoy and love about having the brick and mortar. Uh, there are many, many things that I did not enjoy about it. I think that people often overlooked the fact that, um, I do, like you said, I run at mock speed. It is intense to be around me. I am actually an incredibly intense person. Um, and so because of that, like focus, it, it made it so that like people didn't, they, it, it made it unacceptable again to be sick. Uh, and that was something that was a struggle for me because obviously physically, there's so much I can do. And, you know, I do my yoga, I've got my elliptical and I do these things, but it's a a controlled type of physical movement. And when, um, you know, we had the brick and mortar, I think by the time it was done, I was close to a hundred pounds. I had lost so much weight. Um, I was really sick after we closed. It took me weeks for my body to heal. Um, and, and really, what came out of it is like a lot of reflection of, is that what I need? No. The lesson in it was, yes, I can do it. Sure. I can do it. I can do anything, but we all can do anything. It goes back to what are you willing to sacrifice to do it? And I learned a lot about, um, 
how I operate. You know, for me, I really do mostly enjoy my time with spirit and being that connection and being in my teas and growing my plants and spending time with my family. And, you know, there's so many things that got missed during that time. What was great is finding out how acceptable what we were trying to build was. There was a huge outcry that was more than I realized about people seeking the help and guidance and the healing that we were offering. And it gave everyone that came in my path an opportunity to see that they could do more um, and, and see, you know, so many. And like you said, that, that community, those, those bonds and those friendships, there was a lot of sacrifice made by a lot of people. And it really highlights where people are in your life, even at the last minute. Who was there the last day? You know, kind of that stuff where it was like, wow. And still having people reach out now about how we changed their life, how we touched their life, how they missed things. We started posting recipes we were using in the cafe because some people would be like, I just really miss the carrot cake or I need that mac and cheese. I'm like, girl, I got you. We'll just make a video. I'll show you how we made it. No professionalism here whatsoever, because it was like, people are like, how do you do this when they saw the kitchen? And I'm like, don't know. It just happens. But it really also brought me to a point in my life where I only walked with spirit and my guides and they were present every day cheering me on. Yeah. And we fought. It was a very interesting situation. I think everyone found out you can fight with your guides and you can burn them out. Oh, I yes. was the one to do it. So <laughs> I have a blog post said, oh my gosh, I broke my guide. What now? <laughs> yes. Yes. And uh, we're good now. We're good now. Good. Um, mainly there's a, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of, I told you so coming my way. Oh, um, no. so, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, got it. Yes, you are. You are all knowing. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's right. You know. Um, people don't understand that I can be this sort of irreverent to my guides. There was a time I spent with a dragon. This is a story I've told a zillion times. And it was like, oh, and I paid obeisance to it. And I sat quietly. And finally, he just said, would you get over yourself? It's time to do some work. And, yeah. and I appreciate that about our relationship with our guides is that we can look at them and go, really? Are you sure? I don't know. And, and they'll sit back. And wait for us to do whatever we're going to do. They get that we have free will, but they do know better. And they know that. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So, yeah, there was a lot of lessons in there. So it was, it was a great journey. Never um, would change one bit about it. Uh, It it put me where I am now. And every lesson, every journey, every experience in life builds on itself. If you don't have that challenge, how can you empathize with someone else? If you don't learn that lesson, how can you grow? You know, and, and I think we all got that. We all found out very quickly where we were placed in life based off of that experience. And everybody's journey changed dramatically. So it was great. And, but the, the increased sense of community Mm-hmm. was really heartening for me to know that there were other people out there who were sharing these, these core values, as you call them, um, who shared that basic 
um, belief that we are better than we think and that we do all have room for improvement. And we're here to help each other to achieve that level. So that mm-hmm. was really lovely. I still have the desk. My fixed up desk, by the way. Love your desk. I'm not using it right now, but I still have it. So, um, <laughs> so I mean, we're all, I know you've got a time limit. Um, is there anything you want to add in addition, not only to your contact information and how we can get a hold of you, any parting messages? I'm not going to say from spirit because that would be kind of weaseling in, but um, do you have any added thoughts? Mm, that's... That's good. Um, I think in all of it for other healers, mediums, um, and practitioners of any place and people who aren't, but are seeking for everyone, it's just keep growing, just keep learning, find the people you need in your life. If you, if you need to start a podcast, you know, contact Susie, figure out how she did it. If you are intimidated by TikTok, you know, contact someone who you watched on TikTok and like and and contact them and ask. Don't be afraid to ask for help. So many times we do. And, you know, if you're having physical problems or emotional problems, reach out to a practitioner who can help you with that crystal, with that aura, with that journey, with that past, whatever it is. Just, Just don't ever be stagnant. That's poison. That's not what we're supposed to do. Not for a long term, right? Because there are times you need to rest and recoup, like you talked about. But then to continue keeping your eye on the prize, which is elevating yourself and uplifting others. I think very much that was what you are a, a tremendous example of, is helping other people grow and be better. And we can see this is your trajectory and your trajectory is such that you're like, yeah, I'm up here, but nobody who is not at that point has ever, I don't think I've ever felt that I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll sit there and go, God, Jessica's at it again. Okay, <laughs> great. <laughs> and I don't let it reflect in judgment on me. You're really non-judgmental externally. <laughs> <laughs> Strongly opinionated, non-judgmental. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I think do it's one of the things that I have learned is to work with the rhythm of my physical being, you know, as you know, every three months, something goes wrong inside me and I bleed internally from some orifice of my insides. And it's always an interesting thing because I used to get so upset, like, gosh, you're slowing me down. And like, you're saying that time to, to, to rest and, and to be stagnant, that's my time. And I now use that time to put together all of the, the next journey, the next step, the next thing I'm going to do. And it is so great because then like I come out of that, you know, four or five days later and it's like, look out, like this next week is going to be the most insane tornado. And if you just sit back and watch, it's a magnificent show. If you get in it, you better get some caffeine, you know? And it's, and that to your point is like what that's about, like having those quiet times, you limit yourself and then you get back to it because you just keep moving forward. And when you have that stagnant time, it's there for a reason. Thank you. 
Thank you so much. I love being able to catch up with you and, and, and I do watch because yeah, that tornado, I've seen that one in action. I'm like, you just let me know when you need me, you know? <laughs> right. Right. Which I do. I'm like, Hey, Hey, what are you doing right now? What are you doing? Right now? I got five minutes. Let's go. <laughs> and it's always so fun because you know, this is energizing for me. So I'm going to be going, I'll be driving out to your place to pick up my tea. So, um, but this is great. And, and I really do appreciate your time. Uh, showing up here on uh, for the interview and on my podcast um please let us know again your contact information how to get a hold of you what your website is and then we'll we'll be good because you got things to do yeah no problem um well you can find everything at rabbitspantry.com because uh it's also linked to journeyingwithjessica.com all of our contact information's on there um you can find all of the teas the appointments the lives everything um we are also on facebook and tiktok and instagram and I think YouTube and whatever else they've put us on because there's people that do those things. Um, so <laughs> there's, there's a time when you go, that's not mine anymore. Um, but also I, I do want to take a, a second to say that, you know, I really uh, appreciate you asking me to come on here. It's awesome watching the journey you have had. Uh, I love it when I, I run into someone who speaks so highly of you because you changed their lives. And, mm. you know, through your meditations, through appointments, through um, channeling for them, whatever it is, it's, it's always awesome because you always leave people better than you found them. So oh. thank you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Cool. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Thanks. This is uh, this has been an interview with Jessica Martin of Rabbit's Pantry. Find her on the web. She is an amazing person. I've got to go pick up some teas from her this afternoon anyway. And um, this has been Blue Lightning Healing Meditations. Thanks for listening. Until next time, blessings. <laughs>